just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekoler and the Louisville Real Estate Show here with you until the top of the hour. Hope you're having a good Sunday morning. We are. Lee's already drinking some coffee. With us on today's show, Lee Harris, who is the legal counsel for Limestone Title and Escrow. They do a phenomenal job at closing the loan. I was over there just about a week and a half ago. And while I was there, we had three other closings going through our team at Lee's office. So, you know, we use them and we have a great deal of respect for them. You can reach Lee anytime on her personal cell phone, 649-7964. That really is Lee's phone number. And for other fellow agents around the Louisville area, she is a great resource if you have any questions. And she's available all the time. Also here with us. Randy Rocky, Swan Financial. They do a great job of getting you pre-approved and ready to go to the closing table, of course. Then you can go over to see Lee and her group over at Limestone. You can reach uh, Randy at 6450736. That's his number. And if you're thinking about selling your home, and we try to help both buyers and sellers, you can reach me anytime. It's free, no obligation to have me out there to see your house or even talk by phone or Zoom. Right? It's easy. 376 5483. Also, you can go to bobsellslouisville.com. Yep, you can. And then fill out the information as it comes to you, and I'll get in contact with you as well. All right. We uh, we start the show. By the way, if you want to see a repeat of today's show, you can go to our YouTube channel. It's easy to get there. Go to louisvilleanswers.com. That will take you directly to the YouTube channel. Uh, that uh, today, this week, there's been a lot of talk about interest rates. So, Randy, let's start with you. We've got a new yeah. report that home prices and interest rates could both fall. And we're looking, that's home prices. Yeah, you heard that mm-hmm. right. Maybe in the next year or two. So let's start with CoreLogic, which is um, basically a tracking agency. You have that information there, Randy? I do. And 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 uh, here here is what they have said core logic and a lot of them for a, a couple of years and we could go back off old recordings yeah. and I, it's simple supply and demand. And, uh, the, and a lot of, a lot of the big players this year said that, that, that appreciation wasn't going to happen. And I was very strong on the fact it's a simple supply and demand scenario. And we basically have 38% of the housing inventory we need. So there, I said it was going to go up. Now I predicted it was going to go up between, you know, six and eight percent. It's already up five point two percent since uh, since the beginning of the year in appreciation. Uh, rates everywhere, <laughs> all over the board. Uh, I don't think they can go up much more. Uh, and they are, they are. Uh, 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 I, I think we'll see some relief in the next year. Uh, I don't think we're going to see a lot. We should point out that Swan has a uh, re- free refi when the rates do drop. So that's yes. something to keep in, in yes, mind. Sir. What uh-huh. we we've got also that Black Knight, which just released its monitor mortgage monitor report, and basically it's saying that they expect interest rates to come down. Thirty-year uh, fixed mortgage rate will average six point two five by the end of this year but declined to 5% in 2024 and 4% in 2025. So if you, this is, again, a report. I, yeah. Yeah. 
All right, let's move forward. Uh, this one's for Lee Harris over at Limestone. Uh, this email comes in from Bondi, who's about to inherit a homely here in Louisville. And she's wondering, what are the taxes, the fees, and overall costs associated with inheriting a piece of property? I think that's a good question. Oh, that's a really good question. Well, uh, the if there's a will, uh, then it makes it easier. If the, but even if there's not a will, either way, uh, the prop the if there's property involved, there the case has to go to probate court. So there's a filing fee. That filing fee is around somewhere between two hundred fifty, three hundred dollars, something like that. Uh, someone is appointed, either an executor through the will or an administrator, to run the estate. And then if you sell that property and you're less than the than the uh, what the federal government allows, which is in the millions. So unless the property is extremely, extremely valuable, you're probably under the estate tax uh, number. And therefore, you're basically just receiving that uh, without estate tax and without any kind of capital gains that you would have if you actually owned that property and sold it, you know, as your own property down the line. So, uh, can, and Kentucky does not have an inheritance tax. So, uh, really, the costs are basically legal fees. Uh, of course, when you transfer the property, there's transfer tax, there's um, closing costs, things like that. But it's relatively minimal versus the probably the benefit of inheriting a property. Yeah, I'm sure of that. By the way, if you want to send me an email for a question on the air, bob at com is the email address, bob at com. And if you want to hear and uh, really read what the sellers and clients of ours are saying about us, go to louisvillezillow.com or louisvillegoogle.com. We go back over to Randy Rocky at Swan Financial. We have not seen a question like this, Randy, in a number of years. Lee, you may want to jump on this one as well, but this may be a sign of the times, quite frankly. Andy writes in that he hired a person to help him with his mortgage, and the person advised him to stop making payments on the mortgage loan so Andy could qualify for a loan modification. And so Andy's just Mm -hmm. questioning that. uh, Should he and does he have to do it? Well, even during covid they they recommended people do that. They have the COVID relief. And I just absolutely was jumping up and down saying, please don't do that. Yeah. And I can't, I, Andy, now if you're in a financial situation where you can't help that, then of course you have to do that. But if you don't, then uh, I would, I would highly recommend uh, paying uh, to me. I think you pay everything you pay your house. And if you have to not pay some other bills, uh, uh, I think house is a priority one. I don't don't recommend it at all. No, doing a loan modification. All right, lead. Anything to add on that? Yes, I, I agree with Randy. Uh, there's always been this phrase that you know people will pay their their mortgage first. So it 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 hurts your credit. Uh, if you don't pay your mortgage, uh, there's all kinds of programs now that lenders will work with you. They'll work with you on a loan modification. They'll work with you on a short sale. They'll work with you on lots of different ways to to save your home or to save your credit uh, short of any kind of foreclosure or anything drastic. Uh, so it's better to just work with your lender than to just stop paying your bills and get really bad credit because it could take a long time to, to recover from that. Yeah, yeah you can. Listen, Absolutely. if... Yep. If uh, you're thinking of selling your home and or uh, buying, but we have a for sellers, a free no obligation booklet that has hundreds of useful tips. If you'd like a copy, it's free again. No obligation. Send me an email. Bob at we sell Just put selling tips in the subject line. And we have a new 
handout that we'll be more than happy to send you about staging your home for photography uh, for selling. Again, Bob at WeSellLouisville.com, and then just put photography in the subject line. Lee, we're going back over to you. Barbara owns a home in a subdivision on the east side of Louisville. She says in this email that we received this week, currently there are no restrictions on rentals in her subdivision, but she's wondering, can her homeowner association amend the covenants, conditions, and the restrictions, which are also known as CCRs, and prohibit Airbnbs from coming into her subdivision? This is a topic that we've heard a little bit about before. Yes, that is a very timely topic. And um, yeah, there's always an ability in any kind of CCRs, uh, in any kind of bylaws that that they can be amended. Obviously, over time, things have to be amended, laws and and rules and things like that, because times change. Airbnb didn't even exist 50 years ago, maybe when it was written. So yes, uh, there's always a way based upon a Usually, it's a two-thirds majority of the owners in the in the subdivision can vote. Everything has to be, you know, proposed to all the members. Everybody has an opportunity to go to a hearing and say yes or no, or why they think this would be a good change or not a good change. And so, it's a potential that if somebody were to buy into a uh, subdivision where there's currently allowed rentals and then it changes, that they could restrict rentals. You could always argue, well, I'm grandfathered in because I bought when the rules were different. Of course, that's not going to always last down the line when you go to sell as well, if it even works uh, to begin with. So yes, that's always a possibility that the rules will change. And that can be on anything. That could be on putting up a fence or or allowing for people to put in an above-ground pool. There's lots of different things that HOAs could could change their rules on that could affect the Current hey, purchasers. Lee, and a question for you on that. Question for you on that. On an HOA, if they did change the Airbnb and someone said, I'm still going to do it, what's the chances of them winning in court? Uh, well, there's always if the issue where they can do Airbnb. Yeah, yeah, there's always the issue of, of. first of all, it has to be approved by the, uh, an Airbnb would have to be approved by the proper channels through the city. And so that would be one thing in the favor of the homeowner is, well, I got approved. So, I'm, so my house is, is approvable for that. Uh-huh. And then there's the argument of grandfathering in. And, and grandfathering in, in my opinion, isn't as rock solid as maybe, as maybe an actual rule in your favor. But there is something to be said uh-huh. for the fact that, you know, I've had this property and I've been able to rent it for 20 years. And now you're changing the rules on me. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't rely upon that, though. If you really want to, have an Airbnb, I'd, I definitely want to be, be sure and buy into a place where where uh, the rentals are currently allowed and there's no proposal to change that. Good stuff. We're going to uh, take a break. When we come back, seven places around the house that you really do need to have a fire extinguisher. That's coming up in just a moment. Continuing with us uh, throughout the uh, rest of this half hour, Lee Harris, who is legal counsel, limestone title and escrow. You can't pick the attorney you want to close with. And Lee and her team are phenomenal. You can reach Lee on her cell phone, 649-7964. Also, if you're looking for a loan, you can't find a better place for a home mortgage than Swan Financial. And that would be Randy Rocky. You can reach him at 645-0736. And if you are thinking of selling your home, either this year, next year, or beyond, and you'd like to discuss what the process looks like, because a lot of people, especially in this current age with so many things that have just uh, kicked the economy in the uh, uh, in the leg, you can reach out to me. I can come out. We can talk free, no obligation, uh, just to at least give you a plan ahead 
376-5483. That's my direct cell phone number, 376-5483. We are back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. Want to buy a home but are afraid of interest rates being quoted? Swan Financial Home Loans can help you. Here's Randy Rocky. We know buyers want to purchase and we can help you with your interest rate. Swan has a 5-1 arm that can put your interest rate in the 5% range. Want another option? Visit 2-1 Buy Down where you have two points off the first year and one point off of the second year and then you go back to the normal interest rate. Certain restrictions may apply. Don't be afraid of today's interest rates. Swan Financial can help you. Call 645-0736 NMLS 26362-2473. This is Lee Harris, owner and attorney at Limestone Title and Escrow here in Louisville, Kentucky. We are an experienced team of processors and attorneys who will be happy to help you with your closing needs. We are known for our flexible closing times. We're open to nights and weekends, whatever suits you or your clients. We can help you provide a smooth and quick closing and help with difficult situations based upon our history of expertise and experience in closings. Call us anytime time at 502-632-2277. You probably don't think you spend much time in your home's nasty crawl space, but you really do. That moldy air passes right through your floors and into your family's living area, causing allergies and more. Let Aqualock remove the mold and debris, disinfect your crawl space, and install an airtight barrier, giving you back a healthy home environment with clean, fresh air. It'll even pay for itself in 10 years with utility savings, and your floors will feel warmer in the winter. Call Aqualock today for your free inspection. 495-9450. In today's real estate market, you want someone you can trust in the driver's seat. In Louisville, that's Bob and Greg Sokola. Bob and son Greg have helped thousands of families just like yours turn challenges into solutions. They can give you a guaranteed sale of a custom marketing system to get your home sold on your timeline and for the most money, and they have an instant cash offer program. You deserve the best there is. Bob and Greg, go to WeSellLouisville.com. You'll be glad you did. News Radio 840 WHAS, Bob Sekolar, the Louisville Real Estate Show here with you till the top of the hour. Thank you, Barbara Corcoran, for your endorsement. Uh, still continuing with us, we've got Randy Rocky, who is the head, one of the head guys over at Swan Financial. They do a great job of getting you pre-approved and your loan to the closing table. And you can reach Randy at 645-0736. Also, for the closing table itself, the right person and the right location is Limestone Title and Escrow. That's Lee Harris, who's legal counsel over there, and you can reach her on her cell phone at 649-7964. And if you're thinking of selling your home this year or next year or beyond, I'd love to be able to help you. We can talk by phone or in person, free, no obligation, and you can call me anytime at 376-5483. That's 376-5483. And we can help you list and sell it really quickly. We just had one we put on the market, just to give you an idea how quick the market is selling, put it on the market uh, on this past uh, Tuesday. We had 20 showings within a day and a half, two mm-hmm. and then three offers in. So the market is extremely hot. It will sell for over list price, which is really good. And if you want to hear what sellers are saying about us, you can go to LouisvilleSellersTalk.com. That's LouisvilleSellersTalk.com. We go back to the emails. You can send us an email to get it on the air. Bob at WeSellLouisville.com is the email address. Bob at WeSellLouisville.com. Just put radio question in the subject line and put the question in the body of the email. 
Okay, Randy, we go to Billy, who sent us this email. She's asking, are there any different requirements for same-sex spouses jointly applying for a VA loan? Any no, different requirements? Uh, yeah. No, no, not at all. Uh, long, long as they're married, they're, they're good to go. And that would be if you're same-sex or non-same-sex. Yeah. Uh, it, you have to be married uh, if you're going to use the income of the person that is uh, uh, not a veteran if they're not married. And so it actually even be on the loan. So no, same-sex spouses would not be an issue. Not an issue. Okay. Lee, over to you. This was an unusual email that came in this week. Avery put a lien on a home that he had worked on several years ago. Apparently it had installed windows in the house. He just found out that the home was sold, but he never received compensation. He's wondering what are his next steps at this point? Okay. Well, I think Avery's probably talking about a mechanics lien. Yeah. And for anyone out there who wants to do a mechanics lien, that's something for a tradesperson, such as a, a plumber or a engineer or a subcontractor, anybody like that who does work on a property can place this lien. However, there are strict deadlines. And if you don't follow those deadlines, then your lien is dissolved. So you have six months from your last work to file it. And then you have 12 months from the time you file it to actually enforce the lien. And that would mean filing a case in court to basically foreclose on the property. That foreclosure case would then uh, force the owner of the property to defend or to pay. And that um, sounds to me like if it was a couple of years ago, the reason that uh, Avery wasn't paid is because he probably did not take that extra step to file that case in court. And therefore mm -hmm. it was dissolved after 12 months. Got it. So it's too late now, I suspect is what you're saying. Yes, because it's yeah. been more than six months. Yes. Got it. Thank you, Lee Harris over at Limestone Title. Uh, by the way, if by chance you want to hear any of our seven or eight years of past shows, you can go to WeSellLouisvilleRadio.com. WeSellLouisvilleRadio.com. All right. We go back over to Randy. Renee is writing in this email. If my father had, uh, uh, if my father was going to deed his townhouse, uh, which is, by the way, off of Hurstbourne here in Louisville, to Renee, could that void the mortgage and let the bank take the house back? You got that? Renee's asking, father wants yeah. to deed the townhouse to Renee and wondering if that could void a mortgage and let the, the bank take it back. And Lee, if you I, want to jump into Yep. I think, uh, it, and Lee can help me with this one, a great question kind of a stuffer for me, but my yeah. gut instinct is as long as you keep paying, paying the mortgage, you're good. Uh, uh, if you don't, then you're going to go through foreclosure anyway. So I, I think that they could do a quick claim deed and he's still responsible for the mortgage and the mortgage, as long as the mortgage is being paid, the quick claim deed plays and that's okay. Is that correctly? Or do you disagree? Well, th that's how it plays out in practicality because typically that situation as long as the person is paying either the either the grantor or right. the grantee continues to pay the mortgage no one cares right but technically speaking right. in, in all mortgages there is what's called a due on sale clause or an acceleration clause which if the basically says when you sell your property or you transfer the title to someone else the 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 lender can call the note due but as long as it's being paid they're not going to do that of course uh because they just want to get paid right but if somebody were to stop paying then they could call the whole mortgage due just like they could if yeah. if, if it was your original home 
Yeah. And by the way, we have, we have another question on this similar topic, which may not get on this show, but it will be on a, a couple of shows. So we're getting, we're getting these topics here coming from, I guess, parents who are thinking about what do they do with the estate when uh, they, um, when they pass away. Uh, seven places around the house that you should have a fire extinguisher. This is an important one, folks, and uh, certainly just we'll go through these further quickly. Of course, the kitchen. Uh, they serve as the first line of defense uh, in the instance of a fire. The kitchen, according uh, by the way, Red Cross says fires are more likely to start in the kitchen than any other area of the home. Another place for a fire extinguisher, garage. Also, the living room. Now, I don't know where you'd store it in the living room, but this was a suggestion have one in the laundry room and that's because the heat generated by the dryer coupled with the potential for lint buildup can create a potentially dangerous situation you might want to think about having a fire extinguisher in the bedrooms because candles can tip over devices can overheat and while charging of course and faulty wiring can also spark a flame another place would be in the attic especially if you're storing stuff up there or the basement Old or faulty wiring may run through these areas, and not to mention it's also advisable to keep a fire extinguisher on every floor of the home so they're accessible in the event they need uh, to be used. And then another one, I never thought about this one, near the barbecue, open flames, flammable oils, gas tanks. Mm -hmm. They make your grilling area a potential fire hazard, so a small flare-up can quickly get out of control. I went on Amazon just to do some checking, and they've got uh, a variety of multiple packs, like four packs of um the fire extinguishers but do your due diligence and see what type of fire extinguisher is needed for that type of job because there are a little different ones and of also size of the room is it deals with it as well so but again amazon's got multiple packs and not terribly expensive but the, what's what's your safety worth right that's what i always ask myself a quick programming note next week on the show this is really fascinating nine ways your home may be spying on you I'll explain all of that. Plus, remember, if you'd like to see some of our reviews, we're really proud of them. Go to LouisvilleZillow.com or LouisvilleGoogle.com. We have all of our reviews on those two sites that are put in by our clients. I think you might like what you see there. Back over to Randy for this question. Um, Natalie asks a question in this email. Uh, she wants to know, wants to borrow money against the principal of her home. She's wondering mm -hmm. if there are different loans similar to a home equity loan that she should investigate. So a home equity loan or HELOC basically looks at the equity and then you can borrow against it, right, Randy? Right. Yes. And and you know, really the 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 other option is is just do a 30-year fixed loan and go ahead and get all the cash out. So if you think you're going to use 150,000 then go ahead and get it rather than get a home equity line of 150,000 because it's on a fixed rate. But I would think that uh, but, that could be a problem, though, Randy. If someone's got a three or four percent mortgage, they're not going to give that up for a seven or seven and a half percent, right? Oh no, I, I'm sorry. I thought that house was free and clear. So if if uh, it's not free and clear, yes. And well, you know, it's funny you mentioned that, Bob. The, the debt consolidation. Most of the time, you would do a home equity, but if you're sitting on, you know, we're over a trillion in debt now, and you have a property has a lot of equity. And you have a two hundred thousand dollar mortgage at three percent, but then you have another two hundred fifty thousand with cards at you know eighteen to twenty two percent. Sometimes it's better to combine the two because the home equities are pretty expensive right now too. They so are. Mm -hmm. it's something we do. We do a whole calculator and we do calculations and and kind of lay it out to them. Okay, here's here's what your best options are, and that's something 
we advise depending on the size of the mortgage and the size of debt they have. Got it. A reminder, if you want to see a rebroadcast of the show or even hear it, you can go to LouisvilleAnswers.com. That's a redirect to our YouTube channel. And if you do, you will see Randy Rocky in an unusual position. There's a camera <laughs> shooting him. And over the front of the camera, it looks like a finger is growing. But it actually, it's Randy oh, holding oh, the camera. Me. Holding yeah. his yeah. yeah, so keep it <laughs> up. Finger. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. finger has moved precariously over the lens of the camera. But mm-hmm. that's okay. We'll we'll take it. Uh, it yeah. uh, thank you for yeah, letting no me matter. know that, Bob. <laughs> yeah, you're very welcome. <laughs> Again, you can go to LouisvilleAnswers.com to see what I'm talking about on the show. Uh, in this following email, uh, Lee, by the way, you can email me your questions if you have one for the show, radio show, Bob at WeSellLouisville.com. Put a uh, radio question in the subject and in the body of the email, just send me the uh, question. In this email, uh, Lee, Jerry writes in, my ex-husband and I split after a divorce, and the house is now empty over there in Okalona. He refuses to pay for it or sell it because per the divorce, uh, she gets, this is uh, Jerry, gets $50,000. But now the mortgage company is suing her for the house. I guess they're trying to foreclose. When I've been uh, begging him to sell in sell it and instead he's ruining my credit he's refuses continues to refuse what can i do lee what would you suggest to jerry on this i think the very first thing to do is go back to that court and that judge who issued that divorce decree and that and proof of that settlement agreement and to say you need to make an order to have this property listed here's the agents that we want to use make an order to have the one of those agents list that house and order him to sell it and set the price and all of that uh, because the judge is not going to find that very uh, appealing that he did that because obviously he's just playing games with the order and playing games with her. And so the reopen the case, essentially. And I know you're not licensed in Southern Indiana, but I suspect the same procedure would take place if, if this was a Southern Indiana property yes, as well. Right? Absolutely. Yes. So unfortunately, you see some negative behavior sometimes when people are getting divorced. Yeah. A little bit of revenge. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, did you folks, did you know we have a free moving truck? We really do. We use it for our clients and we also use it for nonprofit organizations. Uh, whether you're a buyer or a seller, if you'd like more information, you yes, can you do. call me. Yes, we do. You know, Randy's used it. 376-5483 is the direct number to call me to talk about it and get it scheduled for you. That's 376-5483. Randy, Andy, uh, rather make that Annie, is a member of the Armed Forces and asked in this email that since I have a VA loan, am I protected against being foreclosed on? No. No, if you do not make your payment, you're not protected on being foreclosed on. Oh, I was not aware of that. Okay. Let's move. That was a quick answer. Moving over <laughs> to uh, Lee, Julia asks a question that may get the attention of a lot of our listeners. She says, in this email, my mother wants to put her property in my name, in Julia's name. She's wondering what is the best form of doing that? A living trust, a will, or an inheritance? What would be the way? Well, there's lots of ways. You could put her mother could start a trust and put all of her properties in the trust, and Julia could be the beneficiary of that trust. Or the mother could quit claim the deed to her, meaning it, it, it just is a simple deed that transfers it from the mother to the daughter. 
Uh, she could also put herself on title. So there'd be the mother and the daughter would be on title with right of survivorship, meaning when the mother passes away, it would have automatically just become Julia's pro- uh, property and it wouldn't have to go through probate. Or she can draft a will in which she says she's leaving her her home and her real estate to her daughter, in which case it goes back to what we talked about earlier. You go through probate and the property is sold through the estate and then the the either she gets it and she keeps it or she sells it and she gets the proceeds from the estate. All right. A lot of different options there. All right. Yes. Well, that's a good question. That beep you heard was a warning me that we're getting close to the end of the show. And <laughs> so it is time for us to thank the participants of today's show. And we do appreciate it. We've got Randy Rocky over at Swine Financial, who does a, they do a great job getting you pre-approved and your loan approved to get to the closing table. You can reach Randy anytime at 645-0736. That's 645-0736. And when it's time to choose the closing attorney, and you can choose the closing attorney you want, Lee Harris over at Limestone <laughs> Title and Escrow. That's Lee Harris, Limestone Title and Escrow, and she's the legal counsel there. And don't forget to get the cookies because they got great cookies and you can reach them at 649-7964. And if you are thinking of selling, folks, uh, believe it or not, this really is a good time to sell your home. The market is still very hot. Mm-hmm. We put homes on the market. We get offers. So I would tell you now, if at nothing else, at least call me to talk about the process and let me come out. And we'll talk free. No obligation. Then we can go from there if that's what you'd like to do. You can reach me on my cell phone, 376-5483. That's 502-376-5483. Or you can go to Bob Sells Louisville, all one word. BobSellsLouisville.com. We're out of time. See you next Sunday on News Radio 840 WHAS.